Moin, Ryan and Pixel back at it again with another episode of No Content. I don't know what episode this is. My internet was atrocious before we started recording this. <laughs> but Pixel, how's it going? What's up? How are you doing, man? Hey, man, it's going all right. How have you been? Good, man. I mean, besides this internet thing, which it kind of like randomly blinked or whatever out of nowhere, that was pretty crazy. But I, it looks like everything's stable now. I have all my notes up. Um, I didn't write any, you know. Um, you know, but yeah, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Um, episode number 135. Uh, we did adjust volume levels and audio levels for the last episode. So let me know in the comments or feedback or whatever, um, or email me to let me know how it sounds. Uh, hopefully everything is a lot better nowadays. So, um, yeah, hopefully it sounds a lot better. Hopefully it's a little bit better quality. Um, also, as always, if you guys haven't already, please rate this podcast five stars. It helps us get to a wider audience. It lets us know about feedback, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, man, we're almost to February. Everything's kind of chilling. Um, month's already over. Um, you know, pretty good, pretty good month. I mean, I don't know. Not much is, I mean, a lot of stuff is going to be going around, uh, over here, I guess just talk about new, get the news out of the way, but I guess, yeah. uh, the big thing that happened this week is animated emotes came out to Twitch. <laughs> those, hey. are cool. those are pretty cool. I don't know. We have animated emotes on the music channel. To be honest with you, I don't check the music channel at all, but I, I uploaded some emotes today. So go check those out. That's pretty dope. Um, yeah, don't, you know, besides that actual big news, um, Blizzard got bought by Activision. Or Blizzard, sorry, Blizzard got bought by Microsoft. That's Activision right. Blizzard got bought by Microsoft. That's right. <laughs> um, and I'm surprised that Microsoft isn't in trouble yet for being a monopoly, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I feel like they've literally bought everything, and now it's just Microsoft trying to get a piece of like the ten cent pie, since ten cent yeah. actually owns everything. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't remember the last time the U.S. government actually like tried to like open up an antitrust lawsuit like yeah. microsoft was the last company that i remember that um, yeah exactly uh, had to go like under an antitrust legislation like yeah back when you know windows and internet explorer they tried to separate those two things so i'm pretty yeah. sure they're careful yeah so i mean i don't know i thought it was pretty cool news at the same time i was just like i'm so out of the loop with blizzard stuff i mean here let's be real here um, the financial records indicate that basically the reason why they bought this was for King. So they bought it for Candy Crush. So uh, good job for them. That's wild to me. That King is actually worth more than Activision Blizzard. Yeah, like that's the whole reason is like Blizzard owning like King or whatever, like a subsidiary and not being bundled into it. It basically is like that was the only reason why Blizzard. Well, not the only reason, but it was like one of the big reasons why Blizzard was still like super profitable. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's the reason why they bought him. Let's be real here. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of insane like i i, I will, i'm willing to bet that hearthstone is probably still like the highest grossing game that they have under um, like, the blizzard umbrella i i want to say like a couple years ago or something like maybe it was less than that but like a year ago they actually stopped like disclosing hearthstone numbers independently and we're lumping oh. them together with like world of warcraft numbers or something like that like or, or something like the profits from WoW and Hearthstone were like combined or something like that. It was really weird. Like they didn't like they've started like Blizzard started to do this like a while back, but they started basically like lumping together like games together um, in like groups of stuff or whatever. So it's like, here's all our microtransaction games. This is how much they've made or something like that. Like, and you so know, they, lumped, they lumped like microtransaction 
games like Candy Crush and Hearthstone with like subscription based games like wow. So those three were like all wow. So it's like, oh, these three games made a combined total of and then they would like say, but they wouldn't say like individually, like how much they made or whatever. That's probably to prop up other properties, like, you know, just like lumping them together. So you don't know which one's actually kind of like failing, I guess, in a way. Yeah, it makes the bottom line look bigger when there's nothing failing. I think I think that's the main reason. Which I don't know what what other properties Blizzard has at this moment. Like, wow, wow's last patch was like. They're, they're still on like their second patch or something for their expansion that came out like three years ago, I feel like. Like Gee, Overwatch no has Overwatch one has stopped development essentially, and they're just recycling content and adding new skins. But when it comes to like balance patches and competitive patches, there's no updates going forward right now because they're all focused on Overwatch two yeah. development. And even Overwatch League is playing on an Overwatch two like beta slash early version. So not even like the professional scene, the official professional scene backed by Blizzard is playing on Overwatch one. So I don't know what they're doing. Starcraft two's dead. Diablo three's dead. Like Hearthstone, like, I don't know. Numbers don't look good for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's going on with that company anymore. And then plus we had all these like lawsuits and stuff that happened recently. So I feel like they're also scared to like advertise any of their games or like say like, hey, we have a new game out, you know, or like, hey, we have a big update out. So it's like, I don't even know, like. You know, I'm surprised by the 80 billion, but I think it's all cut Candy Crush. It's it's really strange how it felt like all of the de- development actually slowed to a crawl. Like, wasn't it um like the case like a few years ago, you would see some new Blizzard product coming out like every six months or every year. There was a yeah, new like expansion some here, expansion or, game here or some big major update or something like that, you know? Yeah, like it's it seems like everything is just slowed to an absolute crawl. Yeah. And it's very weird to me. I don't know. It's kind of like almost concerning. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's I, apparently Microsoft was also in battle with like a couple other companies like Facebook and EA now that we've learned. So, I mean, that's kind of interesting, too. Um, I don't know. What's your whole take strange. on all this? I mean, I think it's good. But I mean, what's your whole take? I mean, like I I went to this like absolutely shocked that this actually even happened. And, like, I, I, I love Blizzard just because of, like, how it got me into the game industry to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and that's that's not a lie. That's not, like, something I put in my, like, cover letter or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, it's absolutely insane that it's come to this, like, um, bidding war between, like, these mega giants. How all of these companies have sort of consolidated everything that they've, they're holding. And yeah. fewer and fewer companies are holding more and more things i'm actually surprised that ea even had the money to like suggest buying activision blizzard and all those micro microtransaction loot boxes from fifa <laughs> yeah exactly so, right i don't know um metaverse would be that would have been very strange i would not have liked that acquisition at all whatsoever i mean we, yeah it, we'd it, all we have s- to like we'd all have to name our wow characters like after our real names come on let's be honest I mean, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, we say that, but, like, Facebook owns, like, Instagram. It owns, like, WhatsApp. It owns, like, Oculus. Like, you know, and people aren't really complaining that much. I, at least I don't think so about the ownership of that. So, like, I could see it happening because I feel like Facebook, along with Microsoft, kind of just, like, I don't know. They kind of uh, just chill. They do, but I think that there is... I, I still think that Microsoft is a better choice 
for, oh, for who, sure. Like, yeah. Who 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 buys them out? Like if Facebook would have um, bought them, they would have had some sort of Facebook integration through every single game. Like, hey, do you mm-hmm. want to share this game on Facebook? Do you want to like you know share your gameplay on there or something? Um, and I think it would have been far worse for it. And you know, it, they they had the money to do it, but I just think it would have been worse off. Uh, Microsoft, yeah. they've been. I think they've been killing it with all of their like acquisitions because every single studio they've ever bought has turned into like their um they've been left to do their own thing you know like uh what's the uh, developer for like ori in the blind forest i always like I reference know. that one but i, don't, I um, have no idea microsoft bought that studio and they've basically just been doing their own thing mm. and so like i think x uh, microsoft and xbox are basically like the ideal company to hold all of these properties and just like make games i i don't think there could have been a better option you know if they had to sell to anybody it was probably the best out of all of them yeah i mean and they were also kind of desperate i guess or wanted to cash out or whatever i think the dumbest thing that in my opinion like i get it people are happy like i'm glad too it's like i started seeing these headlines of like after the acquisition is completed bobby kotek will like has officially signed off to like step down you know what i mean and then everyone's like oh man this is so good for the gaming industry like let's go baby and then i'm like well yeah of course he's gonna step down the dude's gonna be loaded (laughs) you know what i mean like i don't know like i thought that was like I don't know. I was like, dude should have stepped down a really long time ago. You know what I mean? Like it, it was. Yeah, it was long all this overdue. happened long overdue. And now he's like, hey, guy, like I hate just like hit like I like read an interview with it where he was like, I've decided that after the acquisition, you know, I think the right thing to do for the future of this company for Blizzard and for, for myself is to take some time off and, and step down. Like, shut it's up, dude. You're getting paid. Like, yeah, it's like you're getting paid probably like, I don't know, let's say like even like $4 billion. Like, of course, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, guys. Like, you know, I actually probably should step down. Probably just yeah, retire he- and chill. Like, shut up. Like, I, I just don't like I, I hated seeing those headlines and being like, oh, man, this is poggers. Like, this is so cool. You know, and I'm like, dude's yeah, leaving with yeah. the payoff. And his like didn't get like, I in my opinion, he's like, leaving with a bag and like not really getting like the justice that like probably he deserved or whatever oh, yeah. in my opinion like dude's like getting off scot-free oh, not yeah. scot-free well, but he's getting off with a bag it doesn't matter what he does now yeah there's two things uh, that I-, I wanted to say about that like so yeah he's he's making off with a bag it's gonna be like something mm-hmm. like 250 million dollars worth or something yeah. like that and like he he's the real winner in this like i think out yeah. of this entire deal he's the he is the winner of this entire fiasco and he should have stepped down a really really long time ago but my thought is that he has been holding out for this moment oh he's been holding out to sell blizzard so he can get off and make like this 250 million dollar payout or however much he makes from from this there's been like these numbers that have been floating around um like uh, in case he ever gets let go or something like that with all of mm. the stock options and stuff. And it's somewhere around that region. I don't know how true it is. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel like he should have more than that, but, um, Probably. he is going to be getting off scot-free. Yeah, for sure. This, this, I, I don't think anybody should be taking this as like, you know, a great thing. Sure. It's good that he leaves, but like, he's going to be leaving with a bag of cash going off to an Island and, you know, living the rest of his life, you know, happy and scot-free. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for sure. The, there, there's no telling what can happen with the rest of the leadership over at Blizzard and Activision. You know, it's it's kind of like this sort of um, endemic, like toxic sort of culture with a lot of the higher ups. And I think that's the real reason is there. There's more than just Bobby Kodak mm. that's, you know, causing all of these um, issues with sexual harassment and treatment of women. And oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it's like like them. Yeah, it's basically like with anything, like if we were to line it with like politics, like the president gets blamed for like a lot of good and for like a lot of bad. But is it like only him? Like, not really. It's like Congress, right? And Senate and stuff. They have like a lot to say with things, you know, but they never get a lot of flack. You know what I mean? It's always like the president, right? Like his approval yeah. ratings, like how good he did. But like, really, he's just like this dude that's like the captain of the ship. There's a bunch of people behind it, like steering it and directing it or whatever. So, I mean, same thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It will. I mean, the. For better or worse, Microsoft doesn't really intervene. But like for me personally, even before like the whole like. Even before the whole like uh, scandal that happened this past year, I just feel like Blizzard has fallen so far from what they used to be that it's like. I'm just not excited, like good for them for getting the bag, but like I'm not I'm just not excited anymore, sadly, for like Blizzard stuff, if that makes sense, <laughs> you know, I think like I think like them trying to go like casual, like they've always been this company that's like fumbled the bag when it comes or fumbled the ball, I should say, when it comes to like esports, you know what I mean? Like they've been always awful at that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I think, like, even though I don't play many of their games and I'm starting to play more of those games, I think, like, the new Blizzard, especially, with, like, people growing up nowadays, is, like, Riot. Like, Riot Games with, like, League of Legends, Valorant, uh, their fighting game that's coming out, the MMO that's in the works, they have an ARPG coming mm -hmm. out in the works. Like, I think they're, they become, like, the new Blizzard in the sense of, like, at least games, like, solid games. Because, like, I'm just not excited for anything that, like, Blizzard's coming out with right now, you know? Like... Apparently, Overwatch 2 is coming out. It looks more like a DLC that you have to spend, like, 60 bucks with. Apparently, it's also been leaked that, like, the reason why, like, um, like, didn't Jeff from the Overwatch team leave? Jeff Kaplan? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, and, like, he left because he had to basically fight with Blizzard because they wanted, like, because it's weird because it's, like, Overwatch 1 players will be able to play with Overwatch 2 players, and there'll be a free patch update for Overwatch 1 players going forward. So you're only paying for Overwatch 2 for the campaign and the story and the single mission stuff. And mm -hmm. it's, like, really weird. But Jeff Kaplan had to, like, fight for, the, like, that integration. Because they totally wanted to, like, abandon Overwatch 1 and just come out with, like, Overwatch 2. And, like, revamp everything with, like, the new engine and all that stuff. And Jeff Kaplan said no. And there was arguments about it. And even to this day, we don't know what's going on. Because we haven't heard anything about that announcement since the announcement, like, three years ago. Oh, man, there is. Yeah, there's some real problems. I, I really feel like, you know, there might be some a reckoning, you know, coming soon with like Microsoft coming in and being like and just cleaning house, like getting rid of people and maybe uh, just trying to right the ship and just, I don't know, getting something out. Right. Yeah. I Well, uh, if we look back on like Bethesda and mine uh minecraft or whatever they didn't actually fire a lot of people a lot of people just like chose to leave after the acquisition a lot of the people that were affected were actually more of the higher ups that were fired and let go and replaced with microsoft people but the actual like artists programmers the people like actually working on the games were were actually kept around yeah. unless they decided to leave themselves i think the only team 
in my opinion, that has to be pretty worried about this whole acquisition is probably the Battle.net team. <laughs> really? Right? Yeah, and the reason why I say that is because um, in the letter that Microsoft, the announcement letter that Microsoft posted, they said once this acquisition is complete, all their games, all of micro, or all of Blizzard's games are going to be on Game Pass, right? Like that oh. subscription, that subscription based, like you know, you pay twenty five dollars a month, you get all access to all these games. Yeah. Um, and so like Overwatch, Starcraft, Diablo two, Resurrected, uh, Heroes of the Storm, you know, the CODs, you know, whatever else, World of Warcraft, I guess, like all that stuff is going to now be on Game Pass. That's what they announced, like, right after. So I'd be more concerned about, like, the Battle.net team, right? Because, like, true. you have this huge launcher, this, like, Xbox Live game store or whatever. Like, how's that going to work? Like, are we going to... Like, I assume Battle.net's not going to be touched, but it'll be interesting to see if there's any crossover. Yeah, they might just transfer the team to be, like, the integration team. Like, oh, you're going to mm -hmm. integrate our games into, you know, uh, Game Pass and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like... Because, like, what else could you do? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. But I, I think there was something that was said where it was, like, it's very hard to integrate users to a new platform, like, in general. Especially um, video game players. Because most of them, like, don't pay attention to anything going on besides the game itself. Hmm. So, if I think it would be foolish of Microsoft to just be like, hey, we're shutting down Battle.net. You now need to make, like, an Xbox Live gamer tag profile thing to continue playing your um battle.net games on xbox i think that's really foolish to do but i think what they will do is they'll probably integrate the two like i know with like ea or whatever you can connect like your steam account to ea origins and play if you want to like your steam games through ea origins and mm -hmm. like load them up i wonder if it's probably just gonna be the same thing with like microsoft's game pass thing x battle.net where it's like if you're subscribed to game pass look when you open up your battle.net launcher you have all these games that you can now play and it'll be integrated in that instead of like completely shutting the system down but i feel like the yeah. battle.net team is just like what the heck's gonna happen to our to our ecosystem you know yeah you know, I, I don't know maybe the they're gonna have like a like a little bit of both like they'll be integrating yeah. within game pass but they'll also still have the battle.net launcher for all of the active blizz games mm -hmm. because like i think it's more than just the launcher because it's also like the chat integration and all that other stuff too the voice yeah um so it's a lot to just kind of like throw away you know you kind of still want to just use it right yeah exactly especially especially like like in wow like you're whispering other players and other like your friends on battle.net like you can do that within game so mm-hmm I don't think they're going to get rid of all of that. You know, have you a ever maintaining? Have you ever played? Have you played the new Halo? No. So apparently you can play the new Halo. You can buy it on Steam or you can buy it like directly through Microsoft's like Game Pass thing. And apparently you can't set up a lobby. Like if you're a Microsoft Game Pass player, um, you you can't like invite your friends from Steam. And then Steam people can't invite your people from, like, Microsoft Game Pass. So, like, if you have a friend on Steam and you're on Microsoft Game Pass slash Microsoft Store and you both have Halo, you can't play with each other unless you have somebody who owns both. That's garbage. <laughs> yeah, what? like, yeah. So, like, apparently my friend was, like, this, his friend had both because he had he bought it for console and he bought it for PC. So he was able to invite everyone to a lobby. 
That right? But then, like, it's like, how is this a thing? Like, we just want to teabag some homies in, like, 2020, 2022. We can't even do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, I, mean? I, I see, like, they don't want to play nice with each other, like, all of these different editions and stuff like that. Yeah. So it makes me, like, curious whether it, like, um, Phil Spencer, the guy who heads up Xbox, yeah. uh, the gaming division, he said that he wants cross compatibility to re remain intact for Call of Duty. So he I mean, that makes sense. He wants the game to be available on PlayStation and all that. He still wants to, like, keep it available. Oh, still. yeah. I think that would be foolish to not. I think the only yeah. thing that we'll see is, like, um, I think PlayStation had this, right? Um, PlayStation had, um, like, early release. And I, I bet you the only thing that will change is now Xbox will have early release. Mm -hmm. So, like, play, like, with CODs, I think it was, like, when new maps would come out or, like, I, I think even the game itself which is like really weird, but I think it was like the game was released on like PS4 or whatever, PlayStation and PC like five days or seven days before it was released on Xbox. Mm. Right? Which would like drive sales to people to play on PlayStation. And then I think also like competitively people play on PlayStation. Mm. Interesting. Um, so like, or like when a new map pack would come out, it would come out like five days earlier on PlayStation and PC. And then it would come out five days later on, like, Xbox or something like that. So, like, I know for that reason alone, like, a lot of my friends, like, got PlayStations because they're, like, all COD people and only play COD and stuff like that, you know? Oh, so, I, I think, like, the only integration we probably have is, like, that would probably flip, right? Like, it goes to PC and Microsoft or Xbox first, maybe mm, early mm -hmm. release. But, like, I doubt that. Yeah, I, I think there'll still be, like, cross compatibility and all that stuff for sure. Oh, yeah. That's, uh interesting times that's for sure yeah i just like oh i was reading an article today too or like a couple days ago i forgot it maybe it was today where um it was saying that the reason why overwatch 2 is development has been delayed because if you guys haven't heard uh they've delayed overwatch 2 and diablo 4 and diablo immortal to 2023 um so we're not even gonna get those games this year but um, they said that the reason why Overwatch 2 development was delayed was because they were they're having trouble trying to find the compat or trying to make the game compatible with mobile. Uh. Like apparently there's gonna be like they're trying to get their hands onto like mobile Overwatch. Like I feel like that's just the future of games, just like mobile, like you know, a, a mobile component to it or something, you know yeah i think it's gonna be a huge well like yeah. it makes sense because the mobile market is absolutely enormous it actually yeah. like sells far more games than every other platform mm -hmm. combined um in in the microtransactions and all that so like yeah. if you aren't a part of the mi uh, mobile market then you're missing out on a ton of cash yeah um, i just i just don't like how it's like it has to be linked to the desktop game like like PUBG has like normal PUBG, and then they have like PUBG mobile yeah you know what i mean and then like even fortnite like when you play on fortnite mobile there's like um a pool of people that you only play unless you like invite your friends like but if you're on fortnite mobile you only play against other mobile players you don't play against like desktop people or whatever mm -hmm. unless they're like in your party you know mm -hmm. what i mean so it's just like one of those things where like i wish they would just make a separate game rather than like oh let's integrate this game right like overwatch and overwatch mobile like i know mobile phones are pretty strong right now but i feel yeah. like it's just gonna be one of those things where like balancing issues are gonna either be like this game's gonna be busted for mobile or this game's gonna be really hard to play on mobile or really like i don't know it's just weird it's just weird i don't like that from like a balanced perspective at least yeah 
they they don't have much of an excuse for Diablo Immortals though because that's that's a mobile game. <laughs> there's that's nothing only to port that to. There's only a mobile game. I mean, I just feel like that's such like a tease where it's like I remember like didn't they have like a creator beta or something like that like a couple months ago and now they're like oh it's delayed for like another year. Yeah, and I'm just well, like I don't get what's going on. Like this was supposed to release like what last year? Yeah, I you know it's very interesting about like I would say like Valve or whatever, which hasn't released in its own game since Artifact, and like Blizzard as well is like I feel like in a sense like they almost haven't kept up with the times. Like I in in one regard I respect them right because Blizzard's like it will be like Blizzard and Valve will be like it will be done when it's done. Like, stop asking us, like, right? There's always the meme of, like, soon, quote-unquote, TM, right? But yeah. I feel like in today's, like, gaming world or whatever, it's one of those things that, like, information is... Well, just in general, our world's information just, like, moves so fast or whatever that, like, no one cares. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, like, beforehand, I felt like people were, like, clinging to, like, oh, man, when's the new Diablo coming out? Blah, 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 blah. And then I feel like the problem is, is that, like, when you tell people you're coming out the game, but it's going to take four more years or five more years to make, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for really high expectations. And I feel like the last handful of games that have come out from Blizzard have been like a pretty big disappointment, in my opinion. You know, yeah, um, I think yeah. I think Blizzard lost a lot of goodwill. Yeah, and for sure. I think people would have given them the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah, sure. You know, take another six months if we know that you'll create something amazing. You yeah. know, we'll wait for it. And, you know, companies have done this and people have respected them for it. Like Naughty Dog, you know, will delay games for like six months. But you know that their game's going to be like pretty awesome, right? Um, there are they're like others. the one there's they're the last ones holding out, in my opinion, by the way. Oh, probably. That. Yeah. And like um, there's the other one. Um, who who Who's the the studio that makes all the Soulsborne games? Um, Do, I don't follow yeah, it. It starts with an A, I think. Uh, well, did you whatever. hear about? Did you hear about what happened with that? With uh, the company or the uh, well, just the games. Game? The, the they've always had issues with hacking. Oh, is this the one where they shut down the servers for PvP or something like that? Yeah, well, people can like join your game online or whatever, and then like drop like hacked loot, and then the game will detect that you have hacked. Like when you like, so basically, like this happened to my friend. He was playing online like Dark Souls or whatever on like PC or something. Apparently, it's harder to do on console. But he was playing Dark Souls, like, 1 or 2 on PC. He's never played it before. And, like, I guess the game turns on online by default. And so, mm -hmm. like, some guy joined his lobby, dropped, like, a ton of stuff. Like, so much stuff, it crashed his game. Huh. He, like, came back to the game. He had, like, a bunch of weapons that were, like, maxed out. Like, yeah. one-hit kill everything, even the bosses. He couldn't yeah. throw them away. He couldn't get rid of them for some reason. Like, they were bound to him for whatever reason. And then the game detected that he had hacked items, and he was banned from online permanently. Oh, wow. And so apparently that's like just what hackers do and troll in that game. But apparently it's already gone to their new game, Elden Ring. Already? Like, I guess they're, like, I guess it's not even out. Is, there's like a beta or something, like some creator beta or something like that. And hackers were getting into the games and dropping weapons and banning people during the beta. So like they have issues with like online functionality like that. Jeez, that's not yeah. good news. Seeing as how this thing is supposed to come out pretty soon. Yeah. So, I mean, even them, they're like, OK, they're kind of screwing the pooch. I don't know, but I mean, that's very minor in the sense of like the actual game itself is amazing. That's just the, like one little gripe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if Leave they it, delay it, they're a Japanese company, too, aren't they? Yeah. 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 They, they're, if they are going to like delay the game, people will say, OK, sure. We'll wait another three yeah. months for Elden Ring. It's, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's like another company that is like 
has a lot of goodwill with its fans. Yeah, and, leave it to you know, a Japanese company, company by the way, to it. not be able to do internet games like Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, like, we have like Bethesda's fallen in my opinion, like Mirror Fallout seventy six. Like, oh, this game's gonna be amazing. We're gonna delay it six months. We're gonna delay it a couple months, and it comes out garbage game, right? Um, yep. They also confirmed I that better. the new I lost my goodwill. I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> I I oh, you know what? Actually, I heard that too, and I watched a review on it. And like the first three hours is amazing, and then it just goes back to being like the normal game, <laughs> or whatever. Like apparently, there's like NPCs and like people to interact with, and just like a whole storyline until you get to like level twenty or twenty five, and that's kind of like the intro. And then after that, it like reverts back to the same. Like there's no NPCs. Like the nuclear codes oh, haven't changed, wait. so you can just like Google search them, and like find mm. the nuclear codes. You can still hack into like the dev room on the servers that and is, stuff like that like yeah it's still pretty sad. bad yeah um but i mean bethesda like they kind of lost goodwill right with like fall 76 i mean even more so they've confirmed that the new elder scrolls game and the new what's that game they're coming out with, like the space exploration one Starbound. I yeah think. that both of them are going to be using the fall 76 engine so i'm already not excited <sighs> um and then we have cd project red who people are like dude they can do no wrong cyberpunk <laughs> which i Still heard cyberpunk i don't know i okay i have a friend who's playing cyberpunk on like a 3060 on pc and he says it's amazing he it's still, it can still be buggy it, it does it does have yeah. like a lot of the stuff like fixed since launch but like, this is there are also some things... this is also the friend that pixel knows who will remain anonymous who also said the best star wars movie is revenge of the sith um oh. episode three and also said that the avatar movie by m night M. Night Shyamalan was better than the animated series because the animated series was too childish. So we're taking all these facts with the grain of salt that he says the game runs well nowadays. Completely disregarding that opinion. Yeah. Then. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, I've heard that it's better. But, I mean, like, Blizzard, too. Like, I feel like it was like, okay, wait for this Diablo game. It's going to be dope. And then, like, I remember. Do you remember the launch trailer for Diablo 3? Like, the yes. teaser trailer from BlizzCon? Yeah. Where it was, like, the Barbarian and it was, like, super dark, and he, like, jumps on the back of that beast and, like, kills it and stuff. I was like, oh, this is going to be such a sick game. And then what did we get? Diablo 3. Like, just this <laughs> the crap, real money auction like, house. This really crappy game. And then it was, like, and then it was, like, remember, like, how hyped people were for, like, Heroes of the Storm? And, like, how mm. awesome this game would be. It would be, like, a new take on, like, the MOBA genre or whatever. And then yeah. it's, like, let's release this game three years too late, and it really sucks. Like, <laughs> and then, like, Overwatch is, like, oh, this game is so good. And then it's, like, I don't know. I've said this before, but I feel like Blizzard games are like in beta for like the first like four years after release. And by the time they actually come out with stuff the community wants, it's like too little too late. Yeah, I think they're 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 a little bit too lax. They spend a lot yeah. of time trying to perfect something when they really should just push something out. Like they should be cutting back on their expectations or something. I don't yeah. something something is going wrong within the studio if they're constantly delaying it like this. Yeah, like I remember like Hearthstone when it first came out, like Ben Brode was like, no nerfs. We're never going to nerf anything. That's a really bad idea. It's so dumb. And now like they do nerfs all the time. They refund dust and gold. It's like way better. Like they have like a better reward system now. They've like started adding like new game modes. Like apparently they're coming out with like one new game mode every year. Like com something completely different from like standard or wild or like arena. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, like they come out with battlegrounds. They come out with like mercenaries, which is like their version of like slay the spy or whatever. Like they want 
Hearthstone to just be kind of be like their card game think tank, which is cool. Like I remember like when the game came out, like Ben Brode and the team was like, we're never going to bring non Hearthstone or World of Warcraft characters into this universe. Like that's a lie now. Like there's original characters, right? There's also like Diablos in the game now, like as a card mm -hmm. and in the tavern brawl, like it's gotten a lot better, but then it's like, who plays this game anymore? Besides Summit 1G for some reason, like <laughs> who got a 12. I watched him play last night. It's like, Dude, it's actually, I forgot how fun, like, Hearthstone is to watch when people aren't complaining the whole time. That's true. You know what I mean? Because, like, he, you know, he's new. He's, like, trying to figure out. He's, like, thinking about it all logically. And then, like, something happens. Like, oh, crap, didn't see that coming. But he doesn't get, like, super pissed, you know? He's also mm -hmm. smoking, like, hella weed when he plays. So that's probably helpful. But, of like, course. he got his first, like, 12 win yesterday. He was, like, so hyped. <laughs> and then I feel like every awesome. time I watch like a Hearthstone streamer like nowadays or like the last like four years they're just like complaining about the game the whole time how much they hate it and it's just like not fun to watch you know mm -hmm. yeah I, I, I remember early on like in the Hearthstone days there were a lot of streamers I won't name names but you know it was a very common theme that a lot of them were salty yeah <laughs> um, very salty over like RNG or plays or opponents decks or whatever yeah, so do you know? Yeah, really refreshing just to see like people just have fun with these games, you know? Yeah, do you know who I watched a lot of because they like always seem to be having fun? It wasn't the main focus, and I really miss watching their stream. Who? It Wreckful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like Wreckful streams were like when he played Hearthstone. Like yeah, he would get salty, and there were moments when he would get like super pissed off. I can't remember those moments, but they were pretty rare and far between. You know what I mean? Like, oh, usually yeah. he would just, like, queue up a character. Like, he would just queue up some random deck, like, play, but he would, like, be on call, be, like, jamming out to music, just kind of, like, chilling and hanging out with people. And, mm -hmm. like, it was basically just chatting before there was just chatting. Yeah. And those were, like, really the Hearthstone streams I always tuned into, even when I stopped playing Hearthstone. Like, it was super fun, but, like, yeah, the nowadays it's just, like, eh, whatever. I do miss that about the Hearthstone scene because, like, there's a lot of free time in between turns, so you can always, like, interact with um streamers or like people in the community and like there was just a lot of opportunities to just like you know chill right yeah it wasn't just the game it was more than that it was just like hanging out and like that's what i kind of miss that that sort of vibe yeah you know what i think changed too with with it is i think the community changed right because um at least for me like when i used to stream hearthstone it used to be this thing where i could just like I would just like play cards and just like I wouldn't care and I would be like chatting with people or whatever and I noticed that like as time went on and I noticed this in a lot of people's chat too like I think the only chat that's like kind of still the same is like maybe Kriparian's chat right but like I feel like as time has gone on like any Hearthstone chat I go to they're not really like some people are talking to the streamer and like chatting but like most people are just backseat gaming yeah they're just like, oh, you should have done this or like, oh, why did you do this play and stuff like that? And like, eh, like backseating is annoying, but then it also makes for the game to just to be boring because it's like, like, it's just them like explaining for like the hundredth time, like, oh, why they think they should have done this or like why they think they should have did this. And it's like very analytical. And I feel like at least right now or for like a while in the Hearthstone with Hearthstone, there's like, there's no like personalities that stick out to me anymore when it came to like when it comes to hearthstone like they've all moved on to other games too as well or whatever but i just mm -hmm. remember we had like a variety of people that would play like we had Kriparian like doing arena we had like hafu doing arena like they were both like yeah like hafu was pretty more analytical 
Uh, Crip was pretty much more like Mimi or whatever. We had like Forsen, who's like a ball of chaos. We had like Reckful, who's doing like his just chatting, like internet dating stuff. Like we just had like all we had like salty people. We had analytical people. But now I feel like every time I, I watch a Hearthstone stream, it's just they're like they have no personality. It's all about the gameplay and it's all just people talking about backseat gaming. It's just boring to me. It was a different time because I think also like you have to take into account like Hearthstone was at its peak of its popularity back in like 2014, right? Yeah. And the whole scene was completely different. Um, you had um, like a lot of the big streamers that, yeah, they had like a really big personality. Like they had yeah. something like going for them. And yeah. like it was, I don't know, it was kind of like an edgier time too. I think people were like getting away with a lot more back then. Dude, and, old, know, old, old Twitch, man yeah and so like i think you mix those two things together and you get like some really interesting and fun streams i yeah. you know i totally think that if hearthstone wasn't a thing and like just chatting was also a thing like you'd see more of those same personalities there instead. oh yeah for sure for sure i mean yeah it's it old twitch man was wild and like i there's so many new people that have come to twitch in the last like two years that like i don't think people like realize like how crazy it was back in the day like i think the I think the only person that comes close, the two people that kind of come close to old Twitch or whatever, and it's probably the reason why they're both very popular is like Mizkiff and Ludwig. I feel like Mizkiff is like old Twitch in the sense of like CX because he was CX he was <laughs> back CX. in the day, but um, he he's like cleaned it up for like a more modern time. Yeah, I can I definitely see that. Like I think yeah I, I think yeah there's a lot of like um. I don't know. There's he's a showman. Like he's really yeah. good at like entertaining, and I think like he kind of keeps that same sort of like vibe of yeah. wanting to entertain with all these like crazy circumstances. You know? Yeah, for sure. Also, uh, you know, as the meme goes, that all roads lead to Ice Poseidon. Uh, funny thing today, I was uh, so I was checking out some, or I was listening to um, some music by Eighty Eight Rising, which got me onto this Joji kick that I'm always on and I was listening to Joji and then uh, I was getting recommended some videos and I completely forgot that um, basically like Joji, well, I didn't completely forget, but Joji used to be filthy Frank and he used to hang out with H3 H or uh, Joji slash filthy Frank used to make videos with H3 H3 mm -hmm. um, I dubs uh, Max Mofo, if you know who he is and, mm -hmm. and, anything for views and anything for views was a twitch streamer who got yeah. banned off of ice besides thing uh but i just i just thought it was crazy i was like yeah joji wouldn't survive and uh, like he's never coming back as filthy frank it was just kind of funny to see but like yeah like it's kind of and also how to basic you know how to be you know how to basic i remember that yeah yeah so uh those five guys are the epitome of like kind of the outcasts on um on, on YouTube or whatever, and Joji's now just making music, which I thought was kind of funny, but I completely forgot, because, like, Max Mofo totally changed his, like, stand, like, not really, but, like, Max Mofo started doing, like, other channels to supplement his crazy channel, and so, like, a lot of people know him from, like, Pokemon, like, opening hmm. Pokemon cards and stuff like that, but then him and Anything Reviews have a YouTube channel called Cold Ones, which is, like, a spinoff of, like, Hot Ones, but yeah. it's basically the same idea... It's not the same idea at all, but it's basically like they drink different types of beer that viewers send them. And there's like oh, seven of them. And they basically the beers go up in alcohol content. So <laughs> basically, like they start off with like a super light beer and then it gets maybe to like a crazy, like heavy beer. That's like 18 or 20 percent. 
and it's like a podcast of like an hour or two and then they also do like random video collabs together but um they're very, they're really successful like i didn't realize like they have like five million subs or something and wow. it's like this really big podcast or whatever they're both from australia so they can do irl stuff and they can do like uh online stuff or whatever but it's like a pretty successful podcast i was actually really surprised that's pretty serious i i've never heard of them so but, but it was podcast yeah, but it was funny because, like, I was getting recommended cold ones. And I was like, oh, man, it's the guy from the, the RV trip. Let me go check him out, see what he's doing. And then all the comments underneath it was like, dude, bring George Miller. Bring bring George Miller. And that's, like, Joji's real name, right? They're like, mm -hmm. bring Filthy Frank. Like, what happened to Filthy Frank? Bring Joji on. Bring Joji on. I'm like, why is everyone asking about that? And then I looked mm -hmm. it up. I was like, oh, right. They collabed on videos back in the day. <laughs> you know, like. Small world. Yeah, like one of the most disgusting filthy Frank videos I probably like have ever seen and we're probably like never going to see it again is like they they made like cakes. Like they basically were like we're going to create like YouTuber cakes. So they invited like iDubs, H3, Maxmofo and anything for views and they were like they're like the whole premise was like we're going to make cakes for or of YouTubers and they took it literally. So like Joji like or Filthy Frank like grabs like I dubs his head and like shaves his hair into like a cake into cake batter and then like takes like Ethan's beard shaves it puts like Ethan's hair in it takes like Ethan's toenail clippings like throws it in this cake they throw in like a, a rat that they killed from like the streets of New York City because Joji hell? lived in Brooklyn and they baked it into a cake and ate it like that, that it was like it was like foul. crazy yeah it was like crazy shock humor <laughs> like crazy just like what the heck is going on like there's no shot Shock humor was like actually like this huge trend back in yeah, the day too. Yeah, like it was and then it got like, demonetized. Yeah, who can shock each other more? Like, you know, it's just like it was it was oh man, that was that was a bad time, man, with all the other not not just like on YouTube, but I'm talking about like other websites too, like uh Oh like, yeah, like break. Yeah, yeah. Break.com. Like, <laughs> break like was one of them. Uh E-Bombs like, World. Stumble upon and all these Stumble other, upon you know, uh other websites where you know it was all like shock, you know. It was yeah. just like oh yeah. Who can top the other guy? I, I still say that, like, during that time, what was worse and more popular, which I think is, like, really worse, was the prank channels. Yeah. Like, we had, like, it was Boozy bad. Tube, like, pr Prank Invasion. Do you remember Prank Invasion? I've probably seen some of their videos. He was, like, he was, like, this scripted guy. He's, like, totally gone or whatever, like, but he had, like, super scripted videos, but he had videos where he was, like, uh, I'm going to pretend to be gay and pick up girls and then he would like go up to him and be like be with like a really like like stereotypical gay accent and be like try to pick up girls and they would like start making out with them and it was like clearly so staged but like so people scripted, bought it yeah you know and then there's like the bradbury boys like they were like really scripted as well uh sam pepper you know all the all the i think the prank channels were along that along the line with these other youtubers who are smaller like joji and h3h3 they kind of like ran parallel to each other and probably the prank channels are the reason why a lot of people got demonetized don't doubt it man it was it was a different time that was like i don't know if i could watch those kinds of things now like even if i if, if i were to like watch them i i could not get through them like i, I only back yeah. then i couldn't get through them yeah i only watched them because of like at the time like h3h3 and like other content creators were talking about them and like making fun of them yeah like because mm -hmm. i never watched them myself because i mean by that time i was like in college so i was like this is just stupid yeah 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, one of the, like, I remember, like, one of the videos, like, ruined this guy's life, and he actually, like, sued, I think, Prank Invasion and won, because, like, the video was, like, the video was basically, like, like, basically it was, like, proven that Prank Invasion, like, would hire actors to act in these skits or whatever, and then he would claim that he was doing it for, like, a school project or whatever, but then upload the videos to YouTube without consent. So like one of the Ooh. videos, one of the videos was like he was pretending to like be blind, basically. And mm -hmm. someone and like while he was blind or whatever, he would like walk up to somebody uh, pretending to be blind and he'd be like, uh, hey, man, can I get change for twenty dollars? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. And he would pull out like a fifty dollar bill and like hand it to the person. And it was like a social experiment. Right. Like, mm -hmm. will the guy actually be like, hey, sorry, this is 50 bucks. So like, you gave me a 50 or will he like take the 50 and then give the guy like. 10 bucks or what you know two tens yeah. or something right and make 30 bucks and i guess like one of the guys that was in the video was told by him and he like sued that the video was going to be used for like an example in like a college classroom or something for like a thesis uh prank invasion had but uh, so they blurred his face in the video but he acted as the bad guy so like basically he was like hey can i get changed for 20 handed him a hundred dollar bill the guy like took the hundred dollar bill and was like Oh, here's five bucks. Oh, yeah, thanks. And just walks away. But the guy had apparently like a pretty unique, like identifiable tattoo, like on his arm. Ooh. And so the guy got like so much hate. Like he lost, he got fired from his job. Like he was doing the acting thing just like as a side, like for extras, basically for fun. So he got like fired from his job. He got like constant online harassment or whatever. And then like he had to come out with a statement, like, here's all the proof. Like it's basically staged. Like I was told it was like this. And then he like sued Prank Invasion and like won. Damn. And I think Prank Invasion like totally disappeared off the internet. Like I don't think that dude's like making videos anymore. Well, that's a good thing because like that's really messed up. That's yeah. That is really really messed up to do that to somebody. Yeah, it was like him and then like the demonetization. Do you remember, do you remember J Station? Remember that guy? I remember the name. Oh, he like pretended that his girlfriend died. That's messed up. Like Wait, he hold had on. A, no no. His I'll girlfriend was else. involved in it. Like, he, he made a video, he uploaded, so he'd upload these really dumb videos where it's, like, bought, like, literally some of the videos were called, like, buying a slave from the dark web. Wait, I think I've seen, And stuff like, like that. Like, they're I so, think... like, they're so scripted, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, he had a channel, like, he basically claimed that his girlfriend died, and then, like, he made a memorial video for it, and then, like, a couple days later, he made a video where he, like, called her using a Ouija board at 3 a.m., to like revive her or something like that and it was like totally scripted but then like people called in and were like hey is she actually dead like they actually called like the highway the city because people recognized it and it was like nah and then he came clean and then his channel got banned this was like the one the channel that was like crazy over the top like he had, yeah like, yeah, all yeah, this yeah, crazy, yeah yeah like, hey, not. yeah 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 and then he was oh, like pet man. now he's peddling nfts of course every everybody's like peddling nfts these days yeah you know who's peddling nfts which I thought was nice. hilarious. Well, I don't know if he is. I think but, he is. Um, <laughs> oh, is he? Um, is the guy... Okay, you know the movie Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. The actual dude that the movie's based on? Michael Burry? Really? But, like, the I don't know. The the stock investor who, like, went to oh, jail. Oh, no, no, not, not Michael like, Burry. Never. Not someone that... Was it Michael Burry? No, no, I think anyways. it was Jordan something, right? Jordan Belfort It was based on... Yeah, it was Jordan Belfort. Yeah. He's peddling it's... NFTs now. <laughs> and it's just so funny to me that he's peddling NFTs. That is crazy. Like, oh, this conversation is all over the place, but I'll take it. I mean, NFTs are ridiculous.
Yeah, they really are. Like, uh, did you see, like, there's an, uh, I think um, the creator of Pepe the Frog, I, uh, he he came out with a set of NFTs, too. Dude, everyone, it's coming out with NFTs. Did you see uh, some guy made NFTs about uh, a Tika? No, they did. And then someone made NFTs of George Floyd. <sighs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's so disgusting. I know it's it's actually you know what the so you know what's crazy is uh there was like did you hear about those two artists like the married couple the artists no I, I gotta find this story for you I like just like briefly like scrolled through it but apparently like these two artists they had like a hundred dollars or five hundred dollars in their name they were like living paycheck to paycheck they like just graduated I don't know how they were in this situation to be fair but they claimed to be two artists they're like very young couple and I guess within uh, 18 hours, they had made $280,000 off of NFTs. When was this? This was, like, pretty recently. Like, I read it, like, a week ago. Maybe less. That is very but, surprising to me. But basically they, basically, they knew a guy who knew some NFT people. So the guy was like, hey, we like, I like your digital art. Can you just make art for me? Uh, well, in all you know you'll retain like five percent or six percent of the nft art like commission like every time it's it's sold or whatever so they mm -hmm. basically were like yeah sure so they made the art sold it to this guy he would put it on the blockchain or whatever and they would get like they get like five to ten percent every time it changes hands and within like 18 hours or whatever um their art had like picked up traction or something like that on social media and they yep. had made like two hundred fifty thousand, and they cashed out Damn, that's pretty good. That's a that's really uncommon, but you know, good. That gl I'm glad for them. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, is this the future of art now? I mm, there's a lot of artists that push back on it, but there's also like another group of artists that really, really want to make money off of it. Yeah, for sure. There's a dude. I saw another article too about a guy on Fiverr who made mm -hmm. like three hundred thousand dollars last month off of like people asking for NFT art. That's like it's it it's kind of and, like crazy to me how and, how there's so yeah. much money floating around. Well, it's basically because like people think like okay, so it's like really dumb, right? But it's like basically because like you set the price of your own art, and if you can convince people to buy it because it's like unique and rare enough, like he basically was saying like he was getting commissions for like three to four k, right? Because that yeah. was nothing from like a crypto bro. So it's like here's like make me a digital art of like a monkey or, or like a panda or something like that. And like, well, how much are you going to pay me for? It's like, oh, like five, six K, four K, three K, two K, like whatever. He's like, okay. When yeah, normally I, he was I like selling digital down. art for like 200, 300 bucks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's no, that's, that's totally fair. Like, you know, if you get like five, $7,000 for a piece of digital art, why not? Yeah. Pretty crazy. But yeah. I mean, yeah. At closing thoughts on Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, mean, I think. Yeah, we, I don't know if we should go even go back to it, but I don't know if this topic's gone all over the place. Yeah, I mean, like, closing thoughts. It's fine. I mean, Microsoft's going in for the kill. <laughs> I think they're trying to take over the gaming market from both Nintendo and Sony, and, like, there I think go. they're basically top of the heap right now. Yeah, there you go. Um. Oh, yeah, side note, I bought a car. I got. I finally oh, got yeah. the GR86, so that happened this week. Um, nice. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It has like almost 200 miles on it. I mean, to be fair, um, when my daughter's here, I have to drive. Uh, driving her to school is about 14 miles away. I have to do it. I have to do two round trips. So it comes out to a little under 60 miles a day. Um, plus, if I have to go anywhere else, 
So let's mm -hmm. say on an average day, I'm driving like 85 miles. It's not bad. 90 miles a day. So, I mean, I'm getting up there. Uh, the engine braking is at 1,000, so I'm just trying to get there as soon as possible. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, got the insurance settled today. Actually, wasn't that much. It was like $20 more a month. Uh, or it was like $24 more a month uh, than my Civic. So not, bad. not not bad or whatever. Probably could probably could be lower and I'll probably change it up depending on it. it's a secondary car. But I think I'm done buying cars for now. <laughs> um, I this car will at least be in my inventory for at least like five or six years and then I'll probably sell it and not get something else. But I kind of wanted. So my logic was I wanted to get a car that was inexpensive. That's fun. So if you guys know the 86 is not the fastest car in the world. It's actually not that fast. It's like zero to 60 time is like maybe like mid five seconds or something. So it's definitely not fast. But the reason that it's fun to drive is because it's um, it's about half the size. It's a coupe. So it's a two door. So it's super small, but then it's also super light. So I think it comes in at around like 2300 pounds. That's which very is like, light for a which car. Is very light for a car for people who don't know. So like taking it through turns or uh, that type of stuff is like super fun. So it doesn't it actually kind of feels faster because it's so small, if that makes sense. Hmm. That's interesting so, because of the acceleration, I'm guessing. Yeah, because of the acceleration, but also just because of the lightness of the car and then turning and handling and going over cur like turns and stuff is really fun. So, um, you know, and also kind of the other reason why, like, I decided to get the car or whatever is because at least in this is me. This is in my mind thinking if I were to settle down and get married in the next like four or five years, I'd probably have to sell the car anyway. Right. Hmm. To make room for like future wife's car or whatever or the minivan get, yeah the minivan or whatever <laughs> uh, or whatever it might be so it's like might as well i had some money um i was able to get a super good deal on it uh we talked about this like last podcast but basically i was able to t sell my civic for above msrp and i was able to find this car super lucky by the way so basically what happened was i was looking for a car uh i went to a place they rug pulled me and screwed me over two minutes before I was supposed to walk in. Couldn't get the car. Then I was like looking for other places and um, randomly at like like Saturday morning, like literally Saturday morning, my friend comes over to watch his car. Um, as I'm done, I go back to my computer just to check to see if there's any new listings for the car. I find a listing for the car that's like at MSRP. Now, if you guys don't know, cars are now right now going for like seven to 9,000 over MSRP. Mm -hmm. so I was like, yo, this can't be right. So I hit them up and I guess this car in Culver city, which is like a billion miles away from me. Uh, it's not that far, but it's like an hour and a half uh, drive through traffic. Uh, they were like, apparently this guy had reserved this car, decided he drove test drove the car. Didn't like the car after test driving it and pulled his reservation. And apparently there's like some policy where if they list where like the first like, I don't know, 12 hours, the car's listed or a day or less than a day, the car's listed. Um, somebody can re-reserve it again for MSRP and no dealer markup. Right. Oh. So basically I just got super lucky. So I called them immediately and I was like, hey, is this correct? Um, is this car really going for this much like at MSRP? Like to be fair, it was like a little bit higher than MSRP, but it was like not that high. It was like 500 bucks more. Um, and they were like, they were like, yeah. And they explained the situation to me. They're like, do you want to reserve it now? And I was like, I was already set on getting the car. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, I'll just reserve it now. Um, it was like 500 bucks to reserve it. And that goes towards the payment of the car anyway. Right. If you decide to buy, yeah. uh, they ended up calling like an Uber deluxe thing to my house because I had Dang. no one to drive me up, dude. 
Also, shoutouts to the Uber driver. Most dude, the dude was the weirdest interest weirdest interesting Uber driver I ever had. I asked this guy what he does, and he's like, I'm a I'm a crypto trader. And I was like, what does that mean? And apparently he works in some undis I don't know where he works. I didn't get details, but he works in South Orange County and he basically people will give him like eight thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin and then he'll just like buy and sell Bitcoin all day and like make them a profit and then take like ten percent cut. Oh he's like oh he's a day trader. He's like a day trader for crypto, but just for crypto. Like just Bitcoin, just Bitcoin, just Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's what he said. He's like nothing else. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's. I just thought it was interesting because I was like, oh, do you use stocks? You're like, if I, I'm like, I'm looking for a financial advisor. Maybe like uh, he's like, no, 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 just crypto, just crypto. And I was like, oh, OK. And I was like, how much how much is your, of your assets is in crypto? He's like everything. He literally told me everything. This guy like the Dogecoin he, millionaire? I don't know. And he was, I was like, he was driving like a model, like a uh, Model Y. He's like, yeah, I just bought this car. Uh, buying another Model Y, just bought a house. I was like, what the heck is going on? Guy has like two kids. Seems happy. So I was like, really interesting, dude. I get up to the dealership, dude. I forgot how much I hate dealerships, okay? So my car is like bright blue, which I like. I love the color. And uh, the guy comes out and he's like wearing like a bright blue. This dude looked like scuffed Conor McGregor. Like... <laughs> tatted up had like a blue velvet suit on and was like yo what up my dude how's it going um you know got your car here had to go back to change into a suit i then learned that like half the salesmen in the in the um in the dealership used to be mechanics so you can already kind of like sense where i'm going with this like the vibe of the dealership yeah you know um i then go in you know and i'm like you know he shows me the car it's like in the showroom or whatever he like makes me sit in the car or whatever like started up in the showroom with like everyone around me like there's other people there like it's like four o'clock at this point like i left at like three i got there at four he like makes me start up in the showroom he's like yeah put that bad boy in sport mode i'm like oh okay so like put it in sport mode car's still in park it's on in a showroom by the way and he's like mm-hmm. yeah dude you gotta hear the acoustics and he's like rev that engine dude and i was like oh i'm good he's like no dude you gotta rev it i'm like revving this 86 engine in a showroom like inside it's like like super loud everyone's like staring at me like well what the heck's going on like i'm pretty sure i made a baby cry like (laughs) i'm like what the heck's going on you know i sit down i sit down with this guy or whatever and uh don't even i don't even say anything i'm not bringing up anything i'm just like hey yeah down for the car i was like hey can you give me a discount on it i'm like i want three thousand off he's like done Boom, got 3000 off off the car. I don't know. I just asked. I was like, boom, 3000 No, no, no. Uh, you know what happened? Okay, this is how that happened, actually. I forgot about this part. He sits down, and, he, you know, we're both wearing masks or whatever, and he, go, he goes, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Orange County. He's like, dude, Orange County must be nice, man, must be nice. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty nice. It's nice. It's nice very <laughs> He's like, yeah, because you don't need to wear a mask. These masks, man, are actually ridiculous. And he starts talking to me about, like, mask stuff, right? And I'm just there to buy a car. You know what I mean? I I just Ubered to this place for, like, an hour, right? I ain't going back. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going back. You know what I mean? I'm not leaving this place. And, you know, we ha- we're wearing our masks. We're social distancing. I'm chilling. He's just complaining about masks and why not to wear them or something? He's like, I'm vaccinated. I have the booster. But I still have to wear a mask. I'm like, okay, whatever, guy. That's cool. And he's like, yeah, you're from Orange County. How's it there with, like, not having to wear masks? And I'm like, oh, you know, some people wear them. Some people don't. I'm, like, trying to be neutral. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to, like, not piss this guy off. 
Uh, and he's like, yeah, man. And I don't know why. I think he thought I was on his side when I never actually said that I was on his side. Oh, right? No. I was just, yeah, because you said you're from Orange County. Yeah, because I was just like, why. oh, I just lived there, right? And so he just assumed. And he was just like, yeah, these mask mandates, like, they're so ridiculous. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, he's like, yeah, like, I wish I could just not wear it when I'm here. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, but don't worry. I still wear it. It was kind of funny, too, because he was wearing two masks. But he was, like, still complaining about it. And he, like, showed me his Vax card and his boosted card, like, before we walked into the dealership. So the dude was, like, boosted up, double masked up, but still complaining. So, you know. He's a little unhinged. Time, <laughs> yeah, he's a little unhinged. Seems like an interesting dude. Uh, and then, you know, he, and then I'm like, and then he's like, all right, so, like, this is the price. Are you cool with that? I'm like, I'll be honest with you. Like, could I get, like, 2500 off of it? And he goes... He goes, Jet, he's like, he's like, yeah, you came all the way up here from like Orange County, man. I feel like we vibed like, yeah, I'll give you 2500 off the car. Boom, easy clap, baby. I then proceeded to wait for two hours until I could get the car, which really sucked. It, like, it took forever, dude. Wow, that's a crazy story. Like, I, I, I don't know anybody who can be like, yeah, I just give you 2500 off this car. Yeah, I don't know. I think the guy thought that, like, I was okay with, like, not wearing a mask or something. Like, I wish I was making these things up. Like, I usually, you know, like, I'm not making this up, Pixel, because usually we come to this and we're like, we have no stories to tell. You know? <laughs> so, like, dude, so, dude, okay, so here's the thing. Dude's like, here you go. I'm, like, looking at it. It's like, it's, okay, so to be fair uh, to everyone wondering, I got the base package uh, GR86. There's a premium model that comes with, like, heated seats and, like, a premium sound system and, like, like leather seating and stuff. And it's like 6K more. And I'm like, nah, this is a, the purpose of this car is it's a gas car that I want to drive for fun and fast on the weekends and also to flex on my friends and also to just to drive around the streets and have fun with and on the freeway. OK, I don't want to I'm not going to be driving this car as like a main car, like my Model 3 is my main car. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to spend extra money on like the premium version. So this is like the pleb version, mm -hmm. you know, anyway, you know, so then like, you know. I'm like looking at the little listing thing and I like took a picture of it. I had the picture of it and it's like, okay, there's like no accessories come with this thing. No accessories come with this thing. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's perfectly fine. Like I'm okay with this. Right. I go talk to like people. We're trying to figure out how to pay for the car, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, ignore the, bo ignore the boring stuff or whatever. They're like, yo, let us wash your car. I'm like, okay, you know, guys know how to wash the car. He's my salesman is like, let me take you to the mechanic place where I used to work at. And so we go to the mechanic place. He shows me how to wash the car. I'm like, okay, cool. You know how to wash the car. We're good. Because if you guys don't know, um, I, most dealerships, like big dealerships, when they wash the car, they use these like bristle pads to wash the car. And they're not changed out every single time. And they're actually really bad because basically what they do is they wash the car with this one bristle pad and then they just rinse it off. But they don't change the bristle pad out. So you're just transferring dirt from one car to the next. So that's mm -hmm. why you'll get a car and it'll have swirl marks. Anyway. So he washes my car. We're like chatting there. You know what I mean? He's like having a smoke or whatever. We're like talking or whatever. I learn about his family. He's like has a kid on the way. You know what I mean? Like just gotten get you know just got married, all this stuff or whatever. And then he's just like out of nowhere. He's like he's like let me see that paper. He like takes the paper because I'm still holding the paper that has like you know the listing of the car or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like he's like he's like oh man I'm he's like I'm getting paid pretty good from this. He's like this is what I'm gonna do free free all weather mats i'll throw them in the car so he gave me three weather mats like the all weather mats for the front seat the passenger seat and the cargo trunk so i got mm -hmm. free weather mats and then he goes he goes you know what the guy who originally ordered this car he wanted paint protection on the car 
but he's not getting it anymore. You want pain protection? And I was like, how much pain protection? And he's like, well, normally it's like 900. I'll get it to you for like 200. I was like, down. And they actually installed pain protection on my car. So I got Damn. pain protection, which is normally 900, and then free cargo mats that are supposed to be like 250 bucks. So free. Like really basically like... the mats were free, and then I paid 200 bucks for basically like, I don't know, $1,200 worth of stuff. So close to like $3,500 off. Yeah, basically. And like, tw- <laughs> yeah, and like I got 2500 off. That is insane. I was happy when I got $800 off for my Civic. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm making a, I'm getting a deal. I don't know, man. You gotta, I, you gotta go with me, dude. And then like, and then like, like straight up, just like got out, got in the car or whatever, started it up. He like, he like went, he like went to the gas station to like fill it up with like a full tank of gas or whatever. Um, you know, and then I, I drove it back home, uh, ripped it a bit on the freeway or whatever. Um, it's a really interesting car. Um, if you guys have never driven one, it's specifically meant for drifting and for canyons. Hmm. So a couple of interesting things. It doesn't have an electronic e-brake. It actually has like the normal e-brake to pull oh, on. the handle. Yeah. yeah. And it also has, a, you can also turn off the traction and change where the power is diverted to. Uh, in the powertrains because of drifting, which I thought was really mm-hmm. interesting. And then because it's a boxer engine and because the car is so small, not that the car can overheat, like it has very good overheat protection, but it gets it can it can get very hot hot in the cabin when you're driving the car. So it has like yeah. all these controls for like max AC. So like you can press this button that's like a max AC button. It just blows max AC, turns it to lowest max AC in your face. All the windows roll down. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It's like me- it's meant for like racing or whatever. And then like the driver's seat and the passenger seat have like the roof isn't completely smooth. It has like this little inlet bump like the above your head is like a little bit raised up slightly. And it's for a helmet mm. on the driver's seat. So the car is like definitely made for like for for racing or whatever, which I thought was interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mileage on the car. Crappy. Um, I don't know what mileage is nowadays because I have a Tesla, but it's 22 on city and 30 on highway. I don't know if that's bad. I think that's bad. It comes out to like 25 a gallon, and it's a 12 it could be gallon. Could It's a. It comes up to. It's a 12 gallon tank. Yeah, it's a. It's a small tank, but like, yeah, the mileage could be better. But it's a sports and it, it, car, and it takes 91. Okay. Yeah. So I'm paying like 18 dollars a gallon in California. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not bad, especially if it's I, like your weekend car. Yeah, I will say. I've gotten a lot of compliments in both cars, though. I uh, got compliment. I get compliments in the Tesla, and I get compliments in this car. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. So I mean, fun car. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, we can get together sometime next week. Uh, I'm free most of next week, I think. So uh, we'll I don't see. know. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know I'm, how busy you are. Might be busy. You're always busy. Yeah, I'm gonna be busy probably, but we'll see. Are you free on Saturdays? Or nope. Sunday afternoons. Sunday maybe, but then I'd have to like leave right away. Oh my gosh! Do you have? Is it work, school, club, friends? It's a lot. It's just all all three, I guess. I don't know. It's everything. All right. We have to try to find a way for you to come down here, or for me to get up there on a day that we can hang out, and preferably when I don't have to sit through traffic for a billion years. <laughs> So that I can hey, you show you the if car. You, if you drive up here, then you know you can get that a thousand faster. That's oh, I'll drive to like downtown. <laughs> if you want to go to downtown, I mean for, maybe like, for lunch or something. Maybe yeah. 
Multiple so you can at least like, we'll check see. out the car. And yeah. it can get keyed. <laughs> yeah, of course, because it's like a little little Tokyo. It's going to be like, yeah, I don't know if I'd park it there. Oh, man. I don't I don't want to park it I mean, there. I, to be fair, I parked my Tesla there, and that's more expensive, right? But then yeah. maybe this car gets more eyes on it. Probably. Just yeah. because of the color alone. I know. I'm going to get pulled over. Actually, it's a good thing that it's a slower car, because I won't get pulled over. It's 225, 250 uh, horsepower. That's pretty sizable. Yeah, for like a small boxer car. And uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to throw a straight pipe on that. So everyone will know when I'm coming. Great. Use <laughs> some, some whistle tips. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, that's my car adventure. Uh, I wrote all that down just in case I forgot any details. You know what I mean? Uh, weirdest, bizarrest um, adventure I've ever been on. I got like two. I, I've already got like two guys that were like sick car. No girls yet. So. Isn't that always the case? <laughs> yeah, that's always the case. It's like when you go to the gym, you're doing it for the ladies, but then like all the only people who compliment you at the gym are dudes. Exactly. Yeah, they're like nice much. physique. It's like nice car, and I'm like, thanks, 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 man. The I will say this: this does throw a kink in a wrench in my uh, in my plan for future dating or whatever. Because my plan was I show up in the Civic, you know, I'm not weird flexing on them or whatever. You know, I'm very humble. Um. I, I bring I you know show them the Civic. I don't tell them I own a house. And then you know when uh, they're like, "Hey, do you want to hang back at your place?" I'm like, "Actually, I live in a Motel Six. And then I bring them to a Motel Six, right? And I don't reveal that I have a house to this person, so I can feel it out. But now when I go on dates, the cheaper car is the is the '86. Is this bright blue '86? And then it's like, and the actual harder flex car is the Tesla. Well, you gotta get like a like an old Saturn now. Yeah, does Saturn Saturn even exist anymore? Can you even buy Saturn anymore? I don't even know. Oh man, but yeah, you can probably get them used for like I don't know with this car market, probably like ten k for one. Maybe more, more like forty k. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. I don't know if there's any stories that you would like to tell though, Pixel, in your story share, story sharing time. Anything interesting happened this week or anything crazy? Nope. <laughs> All right. Had to ask either way, you know, just in case. But all right, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you guys so much for chilling. Um, you know, sorry for all the technical problems we had at the beginning as well. But uh, hopefully they're they're sorted out in this. You know, this episode is pretty good. But uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, first week of February. I think we're, we're coming back February 1st, right? We? Oh, no, we're coming. No, we're coming back the 31st. 31st yeah yeah so we'll have one day until february so hopefully you guys didn't waste all of january of the new year uh doing nothing like i did <laughs> oh yeah guilt trip everyone you know and do that but anyway guys uh that's gonna be it for us here um we'll definitely catch you later and uh yeah have a great rest of your uh day take care guys see you guys